Why, hello there, my quarantine little listener. Um, this is the next quarantine review. I want to talk about 2018's film, Peppermint. No, it's not a Christmas film. It is anything but a Christmas film. Um, so let's read the synopsis real quickly for you, my lovely ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Peppermint is an action thriller which tells the story of young mother Riley North, who awakens from a coma after her husband and daughter are killed in a brutal attack on the family. When the system frustratingly shields the murderers from justice, Riley sets out to transform herself basically from your your most basic citizen, like, I love you, mom, I go to Starbucks kind of thing, to basically Angelina Jolie, salt, she's mom, she's a mom who's very angry. Um, the director was Pierre Morel, which some people might know him for for Zero Hour, I actually got to be a stand-in on that show for Anthony Robertson. Um, which was kind of cool, um, just to kind of sit down and just, like, chat with her, and the place they chose to film was, like, amazing! Um, uh, but, yeah, uh, the thing about it is that Riley North is actually played by the one, the only, Jennifer Garner? What? Yeah, yeah, that's right, I said Jennifer Garner. And it's interesting to watch Peppermint because this is not the Jennifer Garner that I know. When everyone thinks of Jennifer Garner, they think of, like, you know, cutesy movies, like Nine Lies. You, you think of, like, The Life of Timothy Green. You think of, like, cutesy stuff, Valentine's Day. These aren't the films that you're like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a Jennifer Garner kind of film. Although she was in Juno, and I love Juno. Juno was super funny. Um, but I, I'm also, like, in love with um, Ellen. So, um, I know, you know, Jennifer Garner's done, like, you know, Alias, but it's not really what you think of when you think of her. You think of her uh, from Daredevil, you know, 13 going on 30. Uh, you don't really consider her, in a sense, to basically be a badass. So, I thought it was rather interesting to see her in that, in that kind of role, but a little bit more serious, and it sort of combined what she looks like along with her skill sets um as an actor so i thought that was actually kind of cool um uh, john gallagher jr actually plays uh detective stan carmichael uh you guys might know him from like westworld which is probably the most uh popular thing that i can think of um for you to like pick um he was also in hush um hush is a is a hard film that i'm sort of 
establish the story is the fact that where you see, I guess, her her change in character is she's, you know, it's Christmas time and she's enjoying a lovely moment outside with her family and her husband gets gunned down by these gang members along with her child. So the husband sees what's happening and he runs to grab the daughter because he's trying to protect the daughter but in the midst of that happening, the daughter ends up getting gunned down with him and she happens to be walking away from him and she's like getting like some ice cream or something for everyone and then she sees what's happening and you see that typical Jennifer Garner like happy face where like the world is amazing you know like that kind of face but that's really what she has she has that that happy face naturally um she's like my complete opposite because I naturally look unhappy or pissed off so if we were like yin and yang she um, so you watch her world crumble, and then basically what ends up happening is she goes up on the stand, and they are completely just beating her up on the on the stand because they want her to prove to the jury without uh, without uh, beyond re- uh, reasonable doubt that these men that she's pointing out actually murdered her family, and they they make a fool out of her on the on the stand. So there's like a couple of corrupt cops, corrupt lawyers. So you know there's a whole line of people who are assisting these people actually getting off and walking away from the crime so the judge dismisses uh the case she's kind of marked off as crazy uh her hair is very very short her hair is like cut up and stuff like that which i thought was actually kind of cool it made her look really sexy um and they try to like send her to uh, a mental institution and she breaks out of the out of the ambulance and she disappears so no one's seen her for like roughly five years and what ends up happening is very slowly, one by one, much like Santa Claus during when he drops off his lovely gifts and peppermints, uh, little Miss Riley North is dropping on everyone who is involved in her family's death and she's killing them one by one in the most creative ways. So now the police are trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening. Finally, they start piecing things together and they realize Riley's pissed. So she's going for every single person that's in that drug cartel as much as possible. It is like the Blanquita meets Colombiana. That's what that was. It was really kind of cool. Um, and as she's killing them all one by one, she, she's got this vendetta. She's ready. I'm taking all of you out. And there's only one guy in particular she's like saving for last, you know, because he's special. You know, you know, everyone has a special one. That's Diego. Um, so as she's going back and forth, kind of just killing, the police are trying to catch up to her because you have good cops and then you have bad cops. And obviously the good cops are trying to stop her. Like, no, you have to, you have to let the law do its thing. And they're in, in from her perspective is like, I tried that the first time and you guys let all the murderers walk. So <laughs> we're going to do this my way. And one of the good cops um, is actually uh, uh, FBI agent uh, Lisa Inman. I think that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, But it's played by Annie... Okay. Annie Ilonze. I apologize if I butcher your name. Please feel free to correct me. I'm very big on making sure I pronounce people's names correctly. Um, And I totally drive myself crazy whenever I mispronounce someone's name. I I do. I genuinely just like, ah, why'd you do that? Um, But yeah, so... 
she's dealing with so much that's kind of coming at her. And it's a fun film to just watch her pick them all off one by one. She blows up one of their houses. She's gunning them down. She's got a hideout out where the homeless people are because she doesn't have a house. She's not like Colombiana where she's like uber sexy with a cute boyfriend who wants to help her out and accidentally gives away her identity because her his friend stole a picture of her off his phone. You know, it's not like one of those kind of things. She just straight up hangs out with the homeless. And the homeless don't really know her per se, but it's a community where there are certain areas um, whenever you do travel, there are communities of homeless people who actually have like, you know, their own tents or whatever area that they have. And it becomes a community of homeless people. And that's actually something um, uh, I saw a lot of in actually California when I was traveling over there. And eventually they start to pinpoint where she's at. And someone gets killed that has a cell phone. And she uses that person's cell phone to get herself live. And she starts scanning and showing everyone who's a corrupt cop who's there, who's against her. She's like, hey, guys, if you want me, come and get me. So she's just all out. She's got nothing to lose. And that's why they say, um, you know, hell hath no fury like a woman scorn. So you're watching it because you know how this is, for the most part, you know how this is really going to end as you're watching the film. But you're watching it because you want to see it happen. You want to watch the full depth of everything. And... It was it was a lot of fun, I have to say. And it was a lot more fun, I think, for me because I liked watching Jennifer Garner in a really different uh, setting, similar to, you know, like, Alias. You know, it, that's kind of, like, what I liked. But she has such a soft face that sometimes you're like, she's so sweet. <sighs> you know, like, you know, you're, like, not sure if she can really kick your butt. You know what I mean? That That's just her face. Even though she's beautiful, but that's just her face. And I liked it because here she was dirty. She was um, frustrated. She wasn't overly, like, built. They didn't exaggerate anything and make, you know, um, they didn't try to make her into, like, this major crazy, like, uh, super agent. Because suddenly in five years of training, she's, like, the greatest fighter on the planet. Um, It wasn't one of those things. She looked exactly as she should, which is... Uh, a a mom who's in pain, who's hurting, a wife who's in pain and hurting, she can use her soft face and actually put it through despair, and that's why she's so angry and killing everyone. It was perfect casting for that. Um, There was no questions on my... I was like, yeah, nah, I can see that completely messing her up. It was nice to see her being a little psychotically on edge, and I think she did a great job with it. I actually think the film was a lot of fun. So if you're looking for something and you're like, oh my god, what should I watch? I think Peppermint should definitely be next. Again, I'm going to repeat that is not a Christmas movie, but there is a lot of things happening around Christmas time. So I guess, um, I guess you could say that's like in reference. I'm not sure why they named it Peppermint, but I think it's kind of cool. It seems like it could be like a really cool, uh, ongoing series, but I just don't see where the motivation would be for like a part two or anything like that, unfortunately. So I think this is one of those fun, good films that's like, a, a, a one shooter that's it you're not gonna be able to like oh but what about part two and she takes on the italian mafia like but why um one of the most touching scenes that i thought in the film uh, was actually pretty cool was when she finally finishes everything that she's done she's ready to die she's completely ready to die so what ends up happening is she decides um 
to go back to her family's grave. So she's there. Now the cops know that she's obviously going to make her way over there. And they're just trying to like, you know, um, I guess deal with her. And they're trying to like, you know, find her. Like, where is this? Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? So when they go try to go find her, um, they know that she's going to be at the family grave. And while she's there, the detective is like, come on, come on. You know, you know what I have to do. Like, I got to take you in. You were like killing mad people. We can't just let you walk, even though it was for a good reason. And she kind of like just looks up at him and she's like, what I needed to be done is actually done. And you could just let me die here. And it was such an intense scene because you realize there is no part two. There is no other reason. Her only reason was to take out as many of them as, uh, as they can. Um, and it was like, it's like a sad moment, but then you're also like, yeah, I like this because there's an official ending. You know what I mean? Um, of course they end up like, you know, saving her for a minute and then she, you know, uh, mysteriously disappears, uh, later on, um, which was okay, but I like the fact that if they would have cut that scene, like right after her dying, like, you know, like, Hey, I completed my job. That's all I cared about was revenging my family. That's it. I just wanted vengeance. I wanted them to remember me and be like, that chick took out the drug cartel. I want to be remembered. Um, and I think that would have been a cool way to end it because it's literally a story from start to finish. Um, I do like sometimes having, I do like having endings to a film, not like an abrupt ending, like, oh no, what happened? But I also do know that sometimes, uh, they do have to add a little bit more for films just because some people want to know, like, is it, is it unknown? And I'd rather just know, like, no, that's it. She dies. But she goes out in style because she completed the task that she wanted, which was revenge for killing her whole family. That is super awesome. So I hope you guys, if you guys are looking, you're like, oh man, what should I watch next? I definitely think you should check out Peppermint. I believe I was watching this on Stars or Showtime, but I'm pretty sure it was Stars. Um, so make sure you guys check it out. Again, it is called Peppermint. And see Jennifer Garner in a way that you may not be used to seeing her. Maybe it's just me. I just, I seen her like in 13 going on 30, you know, stuff like that. And then she just has such a permanent, pretty, happy looking face that it's hard for me to like break from that, you know? And I know it may sound weird, but you know, when she does films like, you know, Dallas Buyers Club, those kind of things, it's a little, it's a little hard for me to be like, yeah, she can be mean or like hardcore. It's just hard. It's just hard for me, but whatever. Make sure you guys check out Peppermint. Let me know what you guys think. Tell me your your full on opinion about uh about this you know about this film. Let me know what you think Pierre uh, Morel actually did. Uh, do you see the similar styles of how he shoots that to compare to like Night Shift or The Gunman or Zero Hour? Let me know if you know you you see his similar style. He also was a director of Taken, by the way. Uh, make sure you guys are following me uh, up on my, here we go with the listing, uh, Instagram, which would be Curly Cadma, which is C-U-R-L-Y-C-A-D-M-A, and my Twitter, Cadma, my um, TikTok, Cadmania. I couldn't do Cadma, unfortunately, so I just did Cadmania, because apparently Cadma is too short of an acronym, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so Cadmania, and check me out on TikTok, and if you're like, oh my god, I need to listen to this crazy person while I'm stuck in quarantine because I need to know that I'm not the only crazy person in the world. That's why I need to listen to Kadma and you can't find me. Yo, just Google Bitten Apple TV. That's right. Bitten Apple TV and find yourself getting bitten.